welcome to the Dairobi Health Show. Today I'm going to talk about five foods in the U.S. that are banned in other countries. Now, I don't like to be a conspiracy theorist, although sometimes conspiracy theories are right. I do like to be educated, and I don't necessarily go along with the masses on everything. I like to dig a little deeper. Just because a lot of people believe something does not mean it's true. And in the effort here of finding out you know, what is true and false in some of the foods that we eat and some of the rumors that we hear. I've done some research and I have discovered five foods that I think you ought to be aware of that are banned in other countries. This doesn't mean you should never, ever eat them. No, that's kind of like saying, you know, we should never walk out into the sun without sunscreen. Now, I've had skin cancer, you know, the slow kind of growing kind, nothing that was too scary. It had to be removed surgically and everything like that. And my brother's had it as well. I have to be careful of skin cancer. So when I'm going outside for prolonged periods of time, I put on sunscreen. If I go golfing, I put on sunscreen. If I go to the beach, I put on sunscreen. After an hour and a half or so, I put on more sunscreen. I put on waterproof sunscreen. I'm quite careful. However, if I'm taking my dog for a five-minute walk just to kind of get her out of the house and take a break, I don't necessarily lather up. You know what I mean? There's, this is not an all or nothing kind of a thing. And I don't think that's the case with these foods either. However, if they're like a staple in your house, you might want to reconsider that. So let's just go through these then so that you are aware of them. And the first one is meat with ractopamine and or ractopamine. I actually Googled this to find out how you pronounce it. And uh, uh, one of these uh, experts on YouTube had it one way and the How to Pronounce Things website had it another way. Ractopamine, R-A-C-T-O-P-A-M-I-N-E, however you pronounce it. In the United States, farmers use ractopamine to increase lean muscle growth in their livestock, including 40 to 60% of American pigs. Elsewhere, 160 countries, including the European Union, Russia, and China, ban the use of this drug in meat production. So that should give us some pause. Solution, if you're lucky enough, like I am, to live in an area where there are local farmers, uh, ranchers uh, who raise meat, grass-fed meat, grass-finished finish, meat, and you can buy it and have it butchered to your liking, that's incredible. Otherwise, if you can't do it that way, which, by the way, don't write that way off just because you assume that's not an option. Make sure you Google, you know, organic meat near me, locally raised meat, something like that, and uh, check into it first because you you also might live in the big city but be able to have it shipped into your house, right? So check into it, and otherwise, you know, eat a little less lead, a little a little less red meat, but buy the good stuff. Okay, so you know, grass fed grass finished. That's what you're looking for. Number two, dairy with RBST or RBGH hormones. Milk in the United States, unless marked otherwise, is treated with either RBST or RBGH, which are artificial hormones that stimulate milk production. The FDA says there's no difference in the milk produced by cows treated with the hormone, but Canada and all the countries in the European Union disagree, and they have banned it. Now, there is a lot of debate about milk anyway. I drink milk, but I try not to drink too much. I, I like it as a base in my overnight oats, but we like to buy the higher quality milk that doesn't have drugs, the organic milk, something certified. You, you can often find fresh milk, actually, if you find the right place. If you Google fresh milk in my area. It, so if you're going to use milk, maybe use a little less, know what you're drinking, 
And generally speaking, milk can cause a lot of inflammation. It's high in fat. And so cutting back is not a bad idea anyway, but understanding that there are hormones in there that are banned in other countries should give all of us some pause. Next, this one blew me away, Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew uses brominated vegetable oil or BVO as an emulsifier. This blows me away. I just thought soda was full of flavor, color, and and sugar. But no, there's also emulsifier in Mountain Dew, which contains bromine, the element found in brominated uh, flame retardants, which can build up in the body and potentially lead to memory loss, as well as skin and nerve problems. Did you know Mountain Dew is banned in other countries? If not, now you know. Again, does this mean you can never, ever have a Mountain Dew? Uh, probably not. However, if you're addicted, if you're having it every single day, find a new way to scratch that itch. Next. Oh, and by the way, you know, I I love soda. Soda is one of my health weaknesses. I try not to have too much, but I finally bought myself a soda stream. So at least I'm making my own. I found some syrups. I know what's in there. You can find some healthy ones. I'm not drinking near as much as I used to, but guess what? I'm scratching my soda itch with, with kombucha. It has the the carbonation, and I really like the taste, and it's full of of really healthy probiotics. And so I keep kombucha in the our outside fridge of our our home, uh, cases of it. It is a little bit expensive, and so what I do is I have half a bottle a day to keep the price down, and it kind of satisfies my soda itch as well as giving me a really healthy solution uh, for probiotics and fermented food at the same time. Next, chicken that's been chlorinated. Oh, This is a huge one. This is a highly debated one. The FDA is absolutely convinced that chlorinating chicken is not a big deal. Other countries, however, totally disagree. Now, why would someone chlorinate a chicken? Well, here's the deal. After you, you um, uh, slaughter the chicken, if you dip it in a chlorine bath, it kills a lot of the bacteria and stuff that can make people sick. Sounds great, right? Destroys salmonella. However, there is a lot of conflicting research out there. Some saying that it's perfectly healthy to eat. Others saying it's not perfectly healthy to eat and can even be carcinogenic. This practice is banned in the UK and the European Union. Now, the other reason they ban it is because they say it promotes unsanitary farming practices. In other words, if you're going to just bleach the crap out of your chicken after you slaughter it, then you don't have to have super clean conditions before you slaughter it. That's their argument. Now, this is a handy little fact to know. While the debate rages on, if you just want to be safe, the U.S. Department of Agriculture has their national organic program, the NOP. And if a chicken is certified organic, part of that is it cannot be washed in chlorine. Now, at our Costco, the organic chicken is just a little bit more expensive than the non-organic chicken, and so there's just no reason for us to not do it. Hopefully, that's the same for you. But if you just want to be safe, get organic chicken so that you haven't had something that's been dipped in a freaking chlorine vat. And the last one, this one may not surprise you, is high fructose corn syrup. Now, to be perfectly accurate here... It's not actually banned in other countries, but it's limited, okay, which is different. They're not saying you can never use it in anything. 
However, they do restrict it and they put quota limitations on the food producers on how much high fructose uh, corn syrup that they can produce. It's been linked to a variety of ailments, including obesity, type 2 diabetes. It's found in everything from beverages to cereals and ice cream. What's the solution here? Jerf, baby. Just eat real food. J-E-R-F. Real food. Why not? What's wrong with whole food, delicious food, organic food, organic, sweet, natural fruit, and organic meat? And, And generally speaking, you know, the older I get, the more I learn about this stuff, the more I buy organic. And it just eliminates a lot of these problems. Again, are you going to die because you, you had a, a Mountain Dew? No, but you die eventually of some of these things adding up day by day by day very, very slowly, right? That's the argument. We can't prove it. We don't know that the person got dementia or Alzheimer's or cancer in their later years because of accumulation of all the crud that they ate, but it certainly seems like a plausible theory to me, right? Now, again, I try not to have black and white, all or nothing thinking. I try to maintain a high level of confidence in my body's ability to eliminate crap. So there's, there's sort of a scale here. We can't possibly keep all the crap out of our system. It's in the air. We're breathing it. We're drinking it. We're surrounded by it. However, I kind of disagree with the people that are like, you know, bacteriophobes. What's that word? You know, where people are just so concerned about everything. And I'm not wanting to promote that at all. When you follow a system like our own, you know, Dairobi Undiet, where you're eating whole foods, uh, where you're giving your body a break by stopping eating after dinner, where you're keeping yourself you know, fully hydrated so your body has lots of water to flush away all those toxins, where you're sleeping well so that your body has a chance to get rid of carcinogens, pathogens, you know, viruses, bacteria. I'm a huge fan of that. I put a lot of faith in that. In my body's ability, if I stay fit, if I eat right, my body can take in crap and it can get rid of crap, right? And so this is how we have a positive attitude about these things is we have faith in the healthy way that we're living and faith in our body's ability to process this crud in our modern environment. However, obviously, the less we take in, the healthier we have a chance to be. By the way, if you haven't learned about or followed or read our Dairobi Undiet, just Google it. If you Google Dairobi, D-I-R-O-B-I, Undiet, it'll pop right up as the first result. And it's a free, you know, blog post, basically. Read about it follow it. I just think it's the most powerful, simple diet out there. It doesn't cost any money. Uh, There are things recommended in there. Organic foods is something I talk about on a regular basis. If you eat organic, that'll cost a little more. We talk about having a good supplement strategy. That'll cost a little more. Uh, You know, if you're going to work out every day, you might want a membership somewhere. That'll cost a little more. But I'm just saying, compared to these expensive diets you sign up for and expensive programs, this isn't that. It's just a a seven-step way to live in a very healthy, very effective way that gives your body its best chance of being its best and avoiding those sicknesses and ailments that come to those people who don't pay enough attention and don't live these healthy habits. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. 
I enjoyed doing the research and finding these things. And by eliminating these things from your diet or managing them or cutting back or however you use this information, I hope it helps you on your health journey. This is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success. Mm -hmm. 